Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. All right. Welcome, everybody, to podcast number five. Four. Five. Four? Three. Five. Five. Two. One. Today, we're going to talk about something that's, that's really important. One thing that I think we all struggle with, and that's work-life balance. And it's interesting the amount of times that the term work-life balance was used in newspapers and internet, any media, really started increasing at about 2003. And really in 2007, it doubled exponentially. In 2011 is really when it met its height. And so I think it's really important to know that it, it is something that we talk about all the time that's, that's really important. And people think, a good work-life balance is when I'm at work, I think about work. When I'm at home, I think about home. And that's the work-life balance. But when you have that kind of philosophical outlook, what happens is really both places struggle because you're limiting yourself to thinking about only your family when you're home or only about work when you're at work. And what that does is it almost leads to a sense of mediocrity. On the other side of it is when you concentrate too much on one. So you concentrate too much on work and then your home falls apart or you spend so much time worrying about your home and your personal life that your work drastically suffers. What we're really trying to achieve is is a fine balance. So many times people will overcompensate. I'm sure we can all think of people who spend so much time working, you know, always checking their phones, always checking their email. But, you know, that's that's what they'll do. And what that really is, is overcompensating for a lack of something else that's going on in their life. And a lot of times you'll see people who spend so much time at work that their families suffer. Where do you play it right? You know, we've seen lots of movies growing up where the dad is is busy working for the sake of the family and the family's like, Dad, all we want is a little bit more time with you. And so it could be, you know, a birthday. And what the father does is he gets gets their son such a nice, amazing, expensive gift when really it's, it's just little things that, that they want. And so when we're really overcompensating at work, it's because we don't feel like we have a sense of home life. And same thing at home, when, when we're spending so much time not thinking about work, your work is going to suffer. And what that's going to do is it just causes these cycles. I read this article from this person talk about work-life balance is really a myth. It, it doesn't exist. And to truly be successful at it, you need to have extremes on one end and the other. You need to, when, when you're at your high point at work, when you're really dedicated to it, you need to make sure your family still gets enough attention, but really that's when the breakthroughs happen at work. That's when you when you get your promotions, when you really do something outstanding. And the same thing at home, when it's, when it's time to focus on home stuff, your work is gonna suffer a little bit, but, but that's really important to really strengthen the relationship. And that's when you take your vacations and you then you do something memorable to, to maintain that. And so trying to, trying to do both things at the same time, it's, it's very difficult. And it's a lot more than just showing up. And so I know that behind the scenes, the three of us have, have talked about that to where 
you know, we try to do a really nice balance where, where work is important to us, but so are our other projects. And this podcast is a direct result of that. While you were talking, I was, I was thinking <clears throat> when you had mentioned uh, home life suffers because of work and those commitments and people will sink more and more time into work and their home life continues to suffer. Is it because they're feeling a void with work? They're avoid their finding in home life, whatever that may be, family, family or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're using work to fill that void yeah. or vice versa. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, if you're an amazing father, mother, whatever the case may be, there's not really, I mean, aside from the, you know, I love you or, you know, aside from, you know, if you're single like me, it, you know, maybe the kind of friends that you have, there's not really a way to say, you know what, you're doing a great job. It's just being you and being here. But if you think about it at work, if you work really hard on a project, you're going to get lots of accolades. You're going to get lots of praise. And so a lot of times, if we're not feeling good about ourselves in our personal life, in our family life, we're going to go to work because there we can see the direct results. We've talked about the gym. Kyle, you and I have specifically talked about this. Why is it that people are willing to go to the gym to work out their bodies but not willing to go to a personal development seminar is going to work on their life and their yeah. life skills. One, you can see the results right away. I can go to the gym and be sore and be like, yeah, I can feel the results. Mm-hmm. And the other, I really don't know if it's working or not Yeah. until you take that break and reflective look at yourself. So mm-hmm. I think you nailed it with the void. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing. Like with the gym thing too, people work on themselves because you know what you look like. You know when you're in shape and out of shape, right? That's something that no matter how hard you want or try to avoid it, it's there. It doesn't go away. You see it every single day. But in order to to improve yourself, I almost said fix, but fix would imply something's wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that anything's wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. But in order to improve yourself, you have to take a look at yourself. And people don't want to know about themselves, really. And they don't want to be told about themselves. Mm. So that's something that's hard to find, right? So I think you have to understand that to find out what void it is you're trying to fill that you're using, whether it be working 12 hours a day or staying up partying until 6 in the morning, which I'm sure we've all done both of. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I know I've had my fix of of both. (laughs) Um, My life is not balanced after that. No. no, no. (laughs) Man. But, um, yeah, I think think it takes... uh, takes time and patience to take a hard look at yourself to find out what it is. So, couple couple points. C- completely agree with uh, where you're going with that. Like, uh, Rohit just said something um, about, like, why people would want to work on personal... De- or, I apologize. Uh, yeah, want to go to the gym but not work on personal development. I think what people try to do is disconnect things, mm-hmm. right? So, I think on a couple podcasts ago, we actually touched on this to really lightly. Um, for some reason, I just had deja vu, but maybe not. But it's, uh, everything's connected. And yeah, we did talk about this because we, we said that being still, being in, you know, action is an action. There's a connection there, right? So like every, if, with everything being connected, um, you cannot have your home in disarray. And then well, most people whose homes are in disarray, their work life is in disarray or their social life is in disarray. Like how you do one thing is how you do many things. You know, um, so for example, when uh, Robin was here and we we're talking about like habits, 
you know, for her to be, I mean, we've all seen these dresses that she's made, and for her to be that successful, she spent many hours sewing, drawing, and learning, and researching to get good at it, right? So, anyway, like, everything's connected. I, I, I've just been, um, I, I feel like when there's a part of my life that's off, it bleeds to other things. And then when I grab a hold of it and it's time to end, I realize, I'll go, hey, like, you know, I'm looking around, my house is a mess, my laundry's piled up, there's a, there's a theme. Because Christian's laundry again. Like, my car How dirty. many clothes does he have? Yeah. Tons. He's always talking about his laundry. Fashionable, man. Fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, uh, so, uh, I, I, it's just everything's connected, right? So, going back to the original point, you know, just not to drift too far from this, like, work-life balance. I 100% agree it's a myth. Um, it's a myth because I think that um, walking on a tightrope is a balancing act, but you're always about to fall, right? Like they just, it just takes a little bit too much to go off from one end of the next. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think striving to be balanced is a definitely a good thing. You want to, uh, but maybe a better word to, or better way to, to say that is I'm striving to be whole. Not necessarily balanced, but I'm striving to be whole. Like, I want to be whole in mind. I want to be whole in body. I want to be whole in spirit. I want to be whole with my family and whole with my friends. Yeah. That doesn't mean I want them to have the whole of me, but I want to be whole. Like, and, um, you know, the other thing, too, is what's important, right? So, we're, none of us are married. Um, so, we have the... Uh, Hear that, ladies? <laughs> um Feedback at uh, GYST Podcast. <laughs> Care of Christian Cloud. Put that in subject line. Sugar Like, so, yeah. so, so. I'll help you get your shit together. Yeah. He's got a pretty damn cool name. <laughs> Christian Cloud? Yeah. yeah. Would you like to have it too late? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My last name's up for grabs. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, well, the heck were we talking about? So, like, uh, work-life work balance. balance. Yeah, yeah. Work. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a myth. Like, I, it, yeah, I agree it's a myth, right? There's a time and a place for everything. The Beatles say this. It's actually a verse in the Bible, too. Like, there's a time and a place for everything, right? So, um, there's a season for you to give your work your all. And there's a season to take care of your family. Or not take care of your family, to be more affectionate and spend more time with your family. Being single like we do, um, we have the luxury right now to give work your all and these podcasts your all. But you know what? Like let's say 10 years from now, the three of us have families with children. Something may have to get dropped. It won't be J-O-S-T podcast. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it will not be dropped, ladies. We'll so don't, we're not going anywhere. But, uh, <laughs> but seriously... It's finding, um, it's, 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 I guess that's why people say balance. It's just the best way to put it. But, uh, um, prior to finding what your priorities are, what's important to you right now, I can't, like, I have, like, there's, I consider myself jack of all trades, master of none. There's so many things I enjoy doing, like, whether it be, like, dabbling with music, um, whether it be, like, taking care of my body, like, riding a bike, learning more about technology, just reading books for my le- for leisure time. And I'll tell you what, nine o'clock rolls around quick, yeah. and we got to get up and be in the office the next day. What What are your priorities? So I think that's like the conversation should be less of like the corporate buzzwords of work life balances, and maybe more of how do you prioritize your life? Mm. 
it's it's interesting. We use we use the word balance and, and work life balance, and, and we think that's a good thing. But if you think about just the word balance, that means there's conflict. Because yeah, I like that. You know, I mean, even even think about scales. If if you're wanting to do one, one side is trying to gain the advantage, and the other t- one is trying to gain the advantage as well. And so when it comes to work life balance. It means there's conflict between work and life. What are you focusing more on? Hmm. Staying up to 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clinky, clinky all night. Not going on at that no, point. Not at all. Oh, this is the next day. Yeah. And then there's other people that do less of that and are very... Bank accounts, perhaps, maybe, depending on how they manage their finances, could be filling up. But then they're 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 not at peace because they're not being able to exercise their passions, their joys. And there's a time and place, like you know, like I, I, anyone that knows me well knows I'm a firm believer in. I, th- I believe in taking risks, but I don't believe in doing things without caution, to some with some degree mm-hmm. of caution. Mm-hmm. And, or, or awareness, or of awareness. It, at least. Yeah, 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 of the risk. That's a good way to put that. And I think this thing is priorities, right? Like people don't have a lot of people, including myself, don't have the priorities in check, and things start to fall. Like you said, there's a conflict. Mm-hmm. So one thing, one thing that's kind of interesting, I'm just thinking about, is it because it's it's easy to be a great employee and and work really hard. Mm-hmm. And do you think that people who maybe spend too much time working and not enough time developing their their personal life is because at work, you know what you're doing. You know if you're a thumbs up or a thumbs down. There's no gray area. Whereas with like family and with friends, there's some leeway. You know, oh, we understand you have to work because of this. What's yeah? What's what's the bar? What's the scale? Yeah, right. We know what it is at work. There's goals set. Mm-hmm. What does a good father look like to you? What does a good husband look like to you? What does a good friend look like to you? So that's not. So it's not measurable from a corporate standpoint. Podcast land, I am not a father. <laughs> I am not a husband. So don't not, please do not throw rotten tomatoes at the mic. <laughs> but I think people know when they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a discomfort. There's, 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 uh, um, there's, there's, yeah, there's a little friction and discomfort within yourself. Man, I need to spend more time on my kids. Man, I'm neglecting my wife. Man, my laundry's piling up. <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> oh, so, but um, I, um, I, so it's not. So that I think what it is, and this is just you know conjecture. So it's people. It's not measurable the same way. People, under, I think, have an understanding um, of like when they're not doing what what they feel is right for them. However, people, I think people rely on the fact that so what they do is they say. My wife will forgive me. Mm, yeah. My children will be okay with it. So that that speaks to a whole other. There's thing. some flexibility. Fle- so so you take advantage. You're taking advantage of them. Yeah. 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 Well, maybe the wife should set clear expectations. My goodness. Or the husband too. The Jeez, wife. Louise. Says no. the people with no wives. With no wives. <laughs> There's <laughs> like, a reason why we haven't made that like, far. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 seriously, like I, th- I mean, I think that's what it is. Like I mean, I think about the times that. Uh, um, I've maybe snapped at my mom or my sister or like you know someone I was dating or something. It's like you say to yourself, "Oh, they'll put up with it." Yeah. No, it's not yeah. right. They shouldn't put up with that. If that relationship is important to you, whatever who whatever the nature of that relationship is, then you're going to take time to foster it and to nurture it, not completely neglect it because you're working on success. And this is completely different 
this is we're starting to get into to like relationship <laughs> advice, yeah. which is like definitely <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> like on everyone walk into, but um, but I, I mean, but I think this is human nature, right? People kind of take a little bit from those that that give them some slack. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me think of echo back to something we talked about in a previous podcast is almost self preservation. Yeah, as Christian mentioned, because we know that our wives or girlfriends will forgive us. Hopefully you don't have both out there. Um, but, uh, <laughs> we know that our children will, will forgive us and cut us some slack if we have to work late. We're subconsciously prioritizing the importance of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't, you're cataloging it whether it, you realize it or not. Yeah. It, it happens no matter what, whether mm-hmm. you do it or not. So one thing I wrote down as well when Christian was talking about being whole with friends and being whole with family to gain that work-life balance, if you will, if we're going to use that term, is removing distractions from the equation. Whether you're with your family yeah. or whether you're working, remove the distractions, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Because the other thing is going to become the distraction. You're going to treat it as such. Yeah. If you're at work and your wife calls you or your kids call you and they want to know what's for dinner or if you can take them to soccer practice, but you're busy with work, you feel as if your family is a distraction from your work. And the vice versa, if you're taking your kid to soccer practice and trying to enjoy a soccer game on Saturday morning, but you still have to answer emails, Mm -hmm. you feel like your work is a distraction from your family life. So there's constant friction there, as you you had mentioned. And I I think that being whole is a really good point. And it kind of got me to that thought of if you can remove distractions from both of those situations, I think you can become more whole, if you will, and be able to perform better in both of those avenues. Whether that be at work or with family and friends, so it's a matter of being present. And if you so mm, if physically, you're, mentally, if, emotionally, if you're present yeah. where you are, yeah. then you're whole. Is what you're saying? Like you're being whole. You're being. You're giving. Yeah. That, you're giving your all. Giving one hundred and ten percent at that moment. Yeah. 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 Like if I'm here at this podcast, but while I'm talking to you guys out at podcast land, I'm looking at my phone. Hey Kyle. Yeah. We're on the mic. Oh. Yeah, they can't tell what they're oh. doing. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. So I'm He's looking at focused. my phone. I'm talk- completely not focused at all, right? Yeah. I'm thumbing <laughs> through Facebook. I'm looking at U.S. ski team going outside the gates and skiing uh, out of bounds territory. So I can't even explain it to you because yeah. I'm reading it. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, but see, to that point, right? Those distractions, if you can remove those distractions, I think um, that'll help you find that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid saying the word balance. Yeah. So so we agree that's a kind of a dangerous word, like or or not that maybe that's too strong language, but like it's a it's not the correct word. You almost taboo. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I I always thought balance was a good word mm-hmm. until you know we started talking. And I was like, wait a minute, because I was thinking about balance, and and you know we talked about how that means conflict, and ever since then it, it's it's kind of made me think negative of it, and I, and I liked. What Christian said, instead of thinking about balance, think about holistic and, and go for it that way. I know that I used to have email on my phone. My, my work email used to be on my phone. What would happen is, you know, throughout the night, throughout the evening, you get different emails. And my thought process was this. I'm not going to reply to these emails. The only reason why I have it on is so I can delete the emails that are not important to me, right? And so that way, when I get to work, my inbox isn't overflowing. And that was it. It was, it was just purely logical thinking about a productivity mechanism. In doing so, what was I always thinking about? Work. <laughs> Even if it's just deleting emails, yeah. I'm thinking about work. Yeah. 
And so what happens is now my personal life, it takes a hit because I'm thinking about work all the time. So Kyle, myself, you, and a couple of other of our friends went to lunch one time. So the one thing I try my best not to do is bring out my phone when we're at lunch, except to take pictures of my food. I'm that weird guy <laughs> who uh, takes pictures of his food. But it's interesting. I, I don't pull it out, and I'll look around, and everybody at their table has their head down, and I'm staring at the top of people's heads mm-hmm. because they're just Facebook or email or whatever the case may be. And it's always interesting to me. Whenever I see people doing that, it makes me feel better about not doing it. And so I think in, in a weird kind of way, it almost promotes me to not do that. Hmm. It's that awareness thing you yeah. talked about, right? So if you're aware of that, you can be aware in the areas that there's those gaps in your life like that you can improve upon, right? And I think that's what it comes – that's what a lot of people's issues surround the work-life balance argument is they're not aware that – they're out of balance. There's not, a problem. They're, they're not, they're, they're, yeah, they're not aware of it, right? People say, like, you know what? Whatever happens, if the zombies come, we're already here, man. We're <laughs> Their heads down. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, um, most people just aware of, like, uh, the fact that they're not connected with, with their job, with their family, with their selves. Mm-hmm. Most people, for people in podcast land, I study martial arts, and, like, something that we do a lot is connect ourselves to our breath and our pulse. Um, just to take time out of your day to do that, as new agey and woo as that may sound, it's so important just to connect to your body and feel who you are. Like if you're upset, to be upset. Like mm-hmm. to, if you're happy, to, 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 to be there. So again, be in that present. If you're at work and you need to focus on your job to get a deadline, to meet a deadline, you're doing that and you're giving that all. And you know what? And then when you clock out, it's you're connected. You're probably not going to completely disengage. Mm-hmm. But if you have children or you have a friend or a girlfriend or something that you need to spend or you want to spend time with, asking them how they're doing for their day. Uh, how, how was their day? Like not talking about work every two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so easy. When we go to lunch, what happens? Work gets brought up a lot. Like, yes, you know, um, and that's that. And that's like an hour for us not to talk about work, you know, and we do it. So I don't know, just just kind of some maybe some tips or tricks for ourselves as far as uh being aware and approving that. One thing that's that's kind of interesting is I feel and the the more I see this, it it comes up all the time and it's actually one of the things that I do uh, in in my seminars. So at the beginning I'll have everyone, you know, just kind of walk around introducing themselves. Then at the end I'm like, okay, how many of you heard people define who they were by their job title? Everybody. Every every hand goes up. You know, hi, my name's Roy Rohila. This is what I do. I hate that question. Or, you know. <laughs> I do. I hey, Christian, it. so I what do you do? You know, I know I just met you at this party. So what do you do? And it's, we've come to define ourselves by our job title. Is it because that's how we relay importance? Oh, it is. And you put, you're putting people in boxes, right? Is this person were social? If someone said, hi. Social stature. I'm a janitor. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that would be Dismissed. Like, you know, and that's not, and that could be like the most amazing human being. Yeah. And you've just dismissed them because they don't fit in your social box, you know, what's important to you. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. That's all another topic. But. Yeah. And a lot of times it, it just goes to maybe just talking about that, that holistic balance. So in my current place of employment, I've been asked several times if I'm interested in, in moving up in the, in the company, you know, to a managerial role. And my answer is always no. 
And it's because I take a look at the people who, who have those positions and it's no longer 40 hour a week job. It's a 60 hour a week job. I, I see that they're stressed wow, all the time. They're, they're, yeah. They're thinking they're, about work all the time. Job and, doesn't and, stop. Yeah. Never. And I, I don't want that. To me, that's not worth X amount of dollars. But to so many people, you know, that's all they're thinking about is how do I move up? How do I move up? So if I can, if I get an email from my manager at, you know, nine and nine at night and I reply back right away, then my manager knows, hey, I'm dedicated to this job. That's, that's the current thinking that most people have. But is that really true? You know what my dad said to me? Hey, dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he, he said to me once um, something that struck me funny because of just a type of person he's a brilliant guy and he said that um, you know what there's not just one way to live your life you need to figure out what you want out of life and adjust your life accordingly for example for some people it's not their thing to like live in a hustle bustle of downtown Seattle they would mm-hmm. prefer to live in Puyallup and uh, so if that's the case like and this is completely not working out of balance but this is just to kind of like a, to, to paint a picture right to understand that I'm not equipped or designed or willing to put up with the hustle and bustle of the city and to put myself there some other decisions will be made for me because I made that for example so what I'm saying is I'm not going to be able to sleep very well I'm going to be <laughs> uptight I'm going to be nervous whatever happens for those people that don't enjoy city, the, the things that city provide and the flip side of that is someone who says you know what? I cannot ever live in a remote area like or, or in the country like, I don't live by the base or in here but then they do that then like I'm bored I get bit by flies bit by flies mosquitoes yeah. I got like mosquitoes like, I, I, I yeah. do understand that flies do not bite people Chris <laughs> <laughs> like, is from Oklahoma and North yeah. Carolina both so they, they might have flies out there to bite yeah Oklahoma flies will bite you no, <laughs> like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um so uh, it's yeah, like it's just so point point being is what's important to you? What priorities? What like what are my priorities? So you know I use like a residence because that's easy. It's like you know it's not personal, but then you start like narrowing that down and saying okay, what's important to me? Like uh, what's important to me is that I make that I retire by the age of forty years old. If that's really important to you, then you need to make the steps to do that. With the understanding that that could come, because it's an early age to retire for some mm-hmm. people, that could come with some consequences, right? So there's going to be some things that are wrapped and involved with that. If you're in a situation, we keep bringing up like wives and kids like that, they feel neglected. You have to understand that that's, that you made that decision. There, there has to be an, an agreement with yourself that that's okay. You were about to say something? Agreed. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you both stopped and looked at me, and I'm like, oh, was I supposed to say something? Whoops. No, yeah, I was, I was thinking the same thing, too. It's, it's almost you feel like something's got to give. There's always a constant conflict, mm-hmm. right? If you spend more time on one thing, you have to spend less time on another. Was it, is it true that you could give, give more and be more efficient at both things? Mm-hmm. And not sacrifice the time. the The common thinking is that to find that that balance, right, is if you give sixty to something else, you only have forty left. Yeah. Or if you give seventy to something else, you yeah. only have thirty left. So every time you want to give more to one thing, something else has to sacrifice. If you want to give more to your family, work has to sacrifice. If you want to give more to work, family has to sacrifice. Yeah. But yeah, is, is it true that you could focus more and be more efficient at at both things and make them more quality? 
that's something that can be addressed as well, I believe. Well, high performance. So he's sports, right? Like yeah. Michael Jordan became who he was, or Kobe Bryant became who he was, not because he shot basketball occasionally, mm-hmm. but because he spent hours, and not because they played a lot of games. That's because they spent hours upon hours upon hours upon hours in the gym dribbling and shooting and learning plays mm-hmm. and dribbling and shooting and learning plays and doing these things over and over and over again. And you know what sacrifice, I'm sh- pretty confident, it, yeah. one of them, is a lot of parties, a lot of hanging out, probably some relational stress with that. There, there has to be that sacrifice. When people say balance, though, is if you're not whole, uh, you know, and let's, let's, let's use different terms for this. Um, let's look at uh, balance as being health. Are you healthy? And if you're not healthy, you're sick. I think uh, like when you start to get a fever, it's like okay, you know, I'm not quite out of out of the out of the game. I just don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Something in my body, like oh yeah, you know what? I haven't been sleeping a lot, so I need to sleep more. Um, or yeah, my diet's been like crap, and <laughs> I've not been dressing well. Like I need to take better care of myself. I need to take more vitamin C. Whatever it is that that adjustment needs to be made to be made I think that you can apply that also to work life balance conversation right you're either healthy and you're moving in all cylinders like your family's well you're well and you have a good understanding of what your priorities are what you're willing to do like the consequences for not doing them um, the rewards for doing them and then you start to drop it a little bit for whatever reason that's that fever that symptom that sneeze is oh man, I forgot to pay my cell phone bill. That sneeze is, oh, man, this is a real-life story. I need my oil changed. Like, and I keep yeah. putting it on. Like, like, but, uh, oh, I haven't changed my oil. It's, like, over by, like, yeah. a lot. <laughs> like, you know, like, and that's that's a symptom, right? So now, oh, okay, uh, my friends feel neglected or I'm, like, being flaky with them. These are, these, these are sneezes. These are sneezes. Yeah. And I guess that awareness is to say, you know what? I've been sneezing a lot. What's wrong? Why am I not well? Yeah, that's that's good. I like that analogy. And I, I think it's uh, quantifying the difference between knowing and awareness. You'd mentioned earlier in the podcast is um, when people have a poor... And we keep going back. This work-life balance. If, if, if you, <laughs> we can't help it. Yeah, we can't help it. Um, you know your laundry's piling up. Mm-hmm. You know your kids miss you. You know your wife wants to spend more time with you. But if you don't do anything about it, are you truly aware of it? in what it's causing, right? When you talk about a sickness and you know that you're you're ill, you know you're sneezing, but are you aware of why you're sneezing? Is mm-hmm. it because, like you had mentioned, the lack mm-hmm. of sleep, right? So I think being awareness, is, being aware of something and having that awareness is digging at the root cause mm-hmm. so you can fix it. Mm-hmm. So you can... You're taking a step further. Yeah. So it's more than knowing it. Yeah. yeah. Knowing, knowing that you're sneezing is one thing. Oh, man, I keep sneezing. Why? It hasn't rained in six weeks. Oh, maybe I have allergies. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should do something about that. Or I can just keep sneezing all summer long, right? Man, every time I come home, I got to throw a load of laundry into a basket. Speaking of Christian. Right. Yeah, Speaking of Christian. Dang, <laughs> dang, I keep chasing these ladies away. <laughs> <laughs> that dirty laundry. <laughs> that dirty laundry. Air it out. Air it out. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah. So... Knowing it and being completely aware of something, I think, are are two different things. And I think awareness is the step towards action. Mm. It's not quite action, mm-hmm. I don't think. But I think it's a it's the closest thing to it. It's the step just before it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, there's that quote that I shared by Robert Dean. Awareness without action is just awareness. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That was uh, the first podcast, I think. Second? Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It existed. If you go back to previous episodes. Yeah. yeah. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good point, though. Yeah. So how does that tie into, right? Like, so how would you say that one achieves better work-life balance? The action item, this is really geared towards the people who are out of balance and out of sync with spending too much time at work. I, I think it's important to get that dialogue started with yourself on, on why. Do you put so much of yourself, why do you invest so much of yourself into work? And at the end of the day, it, does it all really matter? You can think about people who who spend all their time thinking about work and, and giving for the company and doing everything they can to, to hit their goals for the betterment of the company. Company needs to do layoffs and they're gone. Now where did all that go? It's not just layoffs, but being looked over for promotional opportunities or, or whatever the case may be. This action item is really geared towards people who spend so much time and dedication into work that they're giving up a part of themselves for work. Why is it that you're doing that? And at the end of the day, does it really matter? You know, are, are you compensating for something? Do you, do you feel a void somewhere else in your life? And I think even just asking yourself that question will help you realize that at the end of the day, why do you go to work? It's to really take care of your personal life. Your reality. Yeah. James, James versus reality. Yeah. You know what's funny? Most people don't ask themselves those questions. I think that that's why do I get up and go to work? So people say, do I enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of people can answer that. Yeah. yeah, I like my job. I don't like my job. I, eh, my job's okay, that type of thing. But why do you get up and go to work every day? What motivates you to get up and go to work every day? Bring back the family thing. I think like it's kind of clear for some time, for some people that family, there's like, I do it for my family. But then like I think maybe you can even peel that onion back a little bit more. Well, what does that mean that I do it for my family? Well, okay, so it's actual tangible reason. I want to pay for my kid's college. And that's actually a real reason, not mm-hmm. that not not something as ambiguous as I do it for my family. But anyway, like I feel like a lot of us, is, uh, you know, myself included, don't ask ourselves. You, you end up being a robot. You don't ask yourselves like questions on a regular basis. That, yeah, that's good. When you ask someone why they go to work, is it because I have to? No, no, really. Why do you go to work? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So I think pretty much draws an end to this podcast episode of this po- episode this yeah. episode of yeah, the podcast that was about a slip yeah <laughs> <laughs> goodness gracious so so yeah i mean i, I think i with that i mean uh, i'll close it before it gets awkward i suppose then but does the audience enjoy the awkwardness maybe i think they enjoy balance being whole oh and with that i mean have, <laughs> what better way to close it have a good evening everyone Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.